Hello there, angel of my nightmare, shadow in the background of the morgue, the unsuspecting victim of darkness in the valley. We could live like Jack and Sally if you want. Welcome to Sink Floyd, a podcast about Pink Floyd and sinking their 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon, with every movie ever made. We of course wow. kicked off with an iconic Pink Floyd lyric. Yeah, we did. Um, and I'm Gareth Blackler. Yep. And I'm James Barron. <laughs> I get you sometimes when I let you introduce yourself. Yeah, it's a little bit startling to me. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like the remix of that intro there. You rearranged everything, but you fucking yeah. nailed it, dude. Woo. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, uh, what can I that, say? That was one salty move, Gareth. <laughs> Check my MySpace page because I am salty. Mm. That's oh, in your goodness. bio. I'm making a direct reference to the movie that we watched uh, this week. It's Jennifer's Body. Uh, yes. 2009? 2006? 2000, 2009. Directed okay. by Karen Kasuma. Um, written by Diablo Cody and yep. famously starring Megan Fox, Amanda Seyfried, and Johnny Simmons. Yeah. Young Neil. Young Neil, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was excited to see Young Neil in this film. Same. There yeah. were actually quite a few wee cameos that caught me off guard because I didn't look up Ooh. the uh, the old cast beforehand. I was just happy to see a bunch of people here. But, yeah. Uh, um, uh, speaking of happy to see, how we how happy were you to see this movie? What did you think of this movie? Well, I'd never heard of this movie at all before, and you hadn't like, heard of t- it at all. No, never ever in my life. I didn't what? know that it existed until you suggested it um, on the pod. Um, okay. Yeah, I just don't recall either, like, hearing about it releasing in theatres in 2009, uh, so, yeah, who knows? Like, but, uh, like, I did enjoy watching it. It's a, it's a very interesting movie, um, I Mm. feel like it walks the line between two very, like, specific genres, and, yeah, it's a tricky thing to pull off, and I have some problems with it, but I also quite liked it, so, yeah, that's my current take. That's good. Yeah. I... Because we, yeah, we talked about last week that this film, its place in the canon has not been set. Like, no. If the, like, I think the reason people are always so excited to talk about like an old movie or like celebrate the anniversary of an album is because it's set in stone what that means. And unless mm. someone later goes on to do something horrific, um, <laughs> it's often that doesn't budge. But this movie, it's... It's like trying. It's essentially it's like the goo that um, Jennifer famously spits <laughs> out in this movie. <laughs> that goo. Like, it's moving around. It's like going up and down when you think it should go left and right. Mate, you can't keep that goo down. You can't keep it <laughs> contained. <laughs> it's um yeah. So it was hated when it came out. Um, yeah. It was Diablo Cody's first movie after winning an Oscar for um for Ju- Juno. Juno and. Yeah. It was Megan Fox's first film after leaving the Transformers films Mm. due to uh, Michael Bay being the worst. Yeah. And I think a lot of people wanted it to fail because they... Different ways they were finding Diablo, Cody, and Megan Fox annoying. Mm. And, like, pretty much all the reviews were just, like, from straight men saying, like, oh, it didn't give me enough boners. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Like, from my research into it, it, like, seems that... A lot of the reviews at the time were sort of, and also the marketing of the movie at the time were uh, putting this movie out there as like a 
um, I don't know, it's like sex comedy horror romp thing for like young boys to watch. Like, take yeah. a look at Megan Fox's hot bod, you know? Even yeah. like, like as you said, I think you did you describe the poster on the last episode that uh, yeah, it's just Megan Fox like in a mini skirt and it says hell yes in the background. <laughs> yeah, like that's kind of not indicative of what this movie is trying to say. Um, and so, yeah, I could see it being people being led astray at the time. Absolutely. But yeah, as yeah. you say, I'll let you continue this point. Ah, oh, and then, yeah, it's been in the last handful of years, like an insane amount of new reviews have come out from a movie that otherwise could have been forgotten. Like mm. Vice published two reviews for it in the same month in 2018 wow. saying like, oh, dang, this movie's good. And yeah, I, so I kind of approached it through that lens and if i i think if i'd gone in through the other lens i would have been really pleasantly surprised mm. but in this version i was probably kind of disappointed right yeah yeah i i am with you on that actually like that is my my take from it as well is that like it's definitely trying to do something if you give it the read from that vox article um which we will get into i suppose then yeah. um it'll it, it somewhat disappoints in that it doesn't like fully commit to that um, yeah. and that it is also still trying to be the thing that it was marketed as. I think there yes. was possibly some pushback um, from like editors or someone intervening in the script or something um, that seems that... So it's trying to like be both those movies at the same time, and it's kind of a worse movie for it, I think. Yeah, mm. it's trying to have its um, teenage boy and eat him too, if you ask me. Yeah, absolutely. Because Jennifer eats teenage boys. Yeah. Yeah. It's also... <laughs> very hard to have an opinion on this movie because it is the most 2000s movie ever and i was alive in the 2000s kind of yeah it's oh my gosh the soundtrack to this movie is off the rails and it feels very um the whole throughout it's like teenage angst to the nth degree yeah Um, yeah i'm gonna mention this uh a little bit more later perhaps but um this movie reminded me a lot of the movie heathers have you ever seen that yes Um, yeah yeah, similar kind of, like, story beats and vibe in that it's, like, high school students uh, committing horrific acts, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, kind of, like, through that lens I was able to enjoy it as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and I think I just, a lot of it I just felt, I maybe didn't enjoy as much because I just felt too seen by how, like, oh, wow. 2000s it was. And excuse the pun on scene with all the emo in it. <laughs> yeah fair few scene kids including us in the audience oh my gosh amazing (laughs) uh yeah shall we see how this very um uh 2000s comedy horror relates perfectly to a a 1973 prog rock album garrett yes we should yeah because that's the lens no one's looking at it through yet it's true there have been a lot of new takes yeah (laughs) And we're we're providing our own third take on this movie. Yeah. This is hopefully the definitive one. We'll find out. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Let's let's dive on in, Gareth, if you're right. ready. Um, so we open um with the old Fox logo. No yep. fanfare though, because we're getting gentle heartbeats. True. And then um a little voice says, I've been mad for I've been mad for fucking years. <laughs> on the pink floyd album which is oh, great because yeah. we open in an asylum yeah it's it's like is it in a mental asylum or is it a prison i can't really tell like at this i point, think it's a combination it, yeah it's it reads at the start as a mental asylum and then like late i think in an upcoming scene that we see um 
uh, our, our key character, what's her name? Um, Needy. Needy, yes. We see her in, like, orange uh, prison fatigue outfit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm not entirely sure which is which, but, you know, uh, she's, yeah... She's here, like, she's talking about how she gets letters every day, and mm. uh, she's got scars all over her body that we see, so she's been through some stuff. Yeah, um, the Pink Floyd scream comes out when we see her first scar. Yeah, which she, she, she says that she didn't used to be this way. In fact, like, none of them used to be this way. Like, yeah. Yeah, we get a... Uh, <laughs> I say that she's looking at a photo of young Neil. I d- probably <laughs> don't stop referring to him as young Neil. I, I don't remember what I did in my notes, but it was very hard for me to separate um, his uh, performance. Uh, he's called Chip in this movie. But, Chip um, Dove. Chip Dove? Yeah. Great name. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, he plays a very similar character with a similar vibe um, yes, to Young for sure. in the Scott Pilgrim movies, in case you haven't seen that. Um, yeah. Yeah, her name is Anita officially a uh, key character like but uh, everyone calls her needy which i mm. think is like potentially a nickname that was given to her by jen uh key character that like uh, the key antagonist in the movie um and that she's like constantly needing them throughout their friendship you know yeah yeah and it's just stuck it's because they were such close friends she figured it was like a term of endearment but it's like kind of a rough nickname to have i think yeah especially to be getting from like friends mums and from your boyfriend and stuff yeah yeah uh she describes herself she's like i'm a kicker and then she like randomly just like kicks an orderly a nurse <laughs> down yeah. to the ground it was just trying to like offer some advice and help her yeah. out some nutritional uh, advice yeah so she's like a wild woman <laughs> or something mm. something's gone wrong in her life here we get to see how she became this way um it's, it's kind of interesting that the movie starts with this way yeah. With her, like, basically at her lowest. I, um, so I tried to watch, I was watching it without the, without the old Pink Floyd, mm. initially. And then I realized I wasn't going to have time to do both, so I stopped it probably two-thirds in and started it again with Pink Floyd. Oh, wow. And it's very confusing to see her, um, how she is in most of the movie versus how she is in this opening scene. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. A, it's kind of a, a complete turn. Um, yes. yeah, she's been driven mad by some killings, which is, she's like, when the killing started, that's when everything mm. changed. And you're like, oh God. Um, yeah. and they're playing a song. They like play a song into her little isolation cell that she's in. And she says she hates this fucking song. And I'm like, excuse me, breathe by Pink Floyd is a banger <laughs> and you should be ashamed of yourself, young lady. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then it's like, we get introduced to the town that the, um, uh, story takes place in which is called devil's kettle do you know if this is a real place or not or it's just like i made up? doubt it it's kind of cool i like that yeah. it's named after a waterfall that like goes into like a little vortex um nearby with the the eponymous uh devil's kettle as it is like Ooh. scientists try and figure out how this waterfall where like the things go and stuff yeah yeah i do like this that this also has a payoff later which is yeah didn't need to be there but i did enjoy that um it's quite clever yeah. um there is a devil's kettle waterfall but it's a very different waterfall it doesn't go into an unknown hole okay. in the ground fair enough yeah great name for a waterfall if so, yeah. i want to visit it someday where is it out of interest it is in Min- northern minnesota oh yeah cool someday 
Um, yeah, we get launch into like on the run as we approach a house. Over yeah, there. Uh, we're seeing like some uh, infomercial stuff in the background and the subtitles. Uh, like it's describing like getting fit and taking care of your body. Um, we see like it's like horror movie like Evil Dead classic intro of like camera very very close to the ground running rushing towards a house. You know. Yeah, I think it's a direct horror call out which I enjoyed. Yeah, um, and it syncs very well to some on the run. Yeah, we see um, uh, our girl. Uh, <laughs> already, I am really bad at remembering the Needy. title character. Yeah, it's terrible. Needy, Needy um, is chilling outside uh, Jennifer's window yes. very creepily here. Um, we don't know when this is taking place, but um, and then we get the title card on screen. It's like flash yeah. into a title card, which is really cool. So we cut to uh, two months later, basically, well, two months earlier, sorry, um, and where they're all basically just normal high school students hanging out. Uh, yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer wants to go and see an indie band uh, where the lead singer is described as extra salty, like I described yes. you in the, in the intro. <laughs> just some hilarious fake, like, high school terminology that I yeah. thoroughly enjoy. Very Diablo Cody. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to, love to hear that. Uh, yeah. And this is when we're getting a most 2000s, because she says she's been on their MySpace page. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to Needy getting ready, and she's putting on, like, so many layers, the same way yep. we all used to in the 2000s. Absolutely, yeah. She's told to wear something cute, which is code for, like, not to upstage Jennifer, but yeah. also not to embarrass her, which is, like, this is very indicative of, like, their relationship. It's, we're we're oh, yeah. introduced to it multiple times, and that, like, she is, like the hot one effectively and needy is the like nerdy uncool one but yeah. they were friends at a very early age and they just stuck and they just remained friends so it's like i feel like this movie in general uh like explores abusive relationships and also Ooh. explores uh like and between both men and women i think um yeah yeah oh my I gosh think, yeah i, I didn't even read it like that and you're totally right even, um, because then we kind of get Chip being, like, quite a, like, soft boy, sexist, mm-hmm. like, are you going to wear that? Yeah, for um, sure. He's yeah. just, he's, like, exactly what I would imagine young Neil would say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she says, <laughs> she tells him that, um, uh, that, uh, Jen thinks that the guy is super salty and explains that means salty is beautiful, um, and Neil delivers the line, well, then you must be soy sauce, babe. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, you weren't taking notes into your, like, how to be a cool dude book I, for that? No, I just left that book in my bedside drawer. <laughs> my cool boy, cool dude book. <laughs> me. Um, what was your also, last note in your cool dude book? I, I, I couldn't remember now. I'm so, uh, far, so far beyond that. Long are the days where I've abandoned... <laughs> being a cool dude oh no <laughs> that book's just getting dustier and dustier yeah it's about self-acceptance um oh there you go yeah. so uh the clocks go off during this whole thing they don't really align with anything i just wanted to know nah. um they also have um gin and uh oh gosh how does this keep happening to me <laughs> Just make up a name. The listeners will know. How, why do I... It's needy. It's just that needy. it's not a real name that is, like, throwing me. It's so bad uh, okay. that I can't remember a character's name. I'm very That's tired. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, they have uh, BFF necklaces, um, but yes. besides that, they basically have nothing in common. I think it's it's kind of interesting the the dichotomy between the two friends. I think yeah, for sure. Mm. It's so realistic to like high school friendships and especially small towns where it's just like eh, you've been their friend forever. Yeah, There's no like point to change. Pretty much, that's the vibe. Yeah, in this in this thing, um, young Neil keeps delivering these like fucking great night, the great uh, lines here. He describes the place that they're going to as a bingo bingo hall with taps, which yeah. is a crushing indictment. I love it. Um, <laughs> and he also says everyone there has a mustache, which is hilarious. Yeah, I know exactly the vibe of this place before we even see it. <laughs> Just oh, we have both been to this place. Oh, for sure, it's amazingly well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's just good dialogue um yeah very happy with that um time's yeah. vocal kicks in exactly when they roll up on uh melody lane the bar yeah yes they drive on in um it's also the moments that make up a dull day over the montage of all the just kind of dull bar stuff very true they like yeah. describe how like mundane everything is um we get to see um, Ahmed from India is here, who's an exchange student that is sort of just like a character that's immediately disposed of. It's kind of interesting that the male characters introduced in this movie are the ones like added and then immediately disposed of. Like, yes. It's kind of a subversion of like what Hollywood does with a lot of female characters. In fact, like what, what um, Megan Fox's character was like in Transformers. Yes. Like, I don't think the Ahmed from India stuff is good. I think that's really... Oh. that it's like that's all he is and everyone calls him those three words in order oh yeah it sucks yeah but what doesn't suck is this is probably the only film i've ever seen that doesn't pass something i call the brosdale test because <laughs> right? at no point in this whole movie do two men talk to each other about any about something other than a woman it's true which is amazing like I ah oh, I thank this movie for the, that. The inverse <laughs> big <Yeah>. deal test. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't know if we can construct some kind of graph to represent that, but I hope someone can. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, also, our listeners make a lot of graphs. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, we're, we're com- getting involved with our graphing community as well as uh, <laughs> yeah yeah the deep faking community. Basically, everyone. <laughs> you know, we're trying to broaden our horizons for this podcast yeah if we weren't i'm gonna promote already, this episode in a graphing uh facebook group if i can find one. Oh yes niche city it'll be great yes. okay um yes also chris pratt is in this movie he shows up yeah. at the bar he is a character for this one scene <laughs> he is talked about later but doesn't come back at all for no real yeah. reason i feel like he's potentially a cut character or something but he's sort of just here to be an ex-flame of jen and that's about it um yeah yeah i would have loved to see him get have like a grizzly attack from jen but no no apparently not just couldn't the budget wasn't there (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know was chris pratt in parks and rec at this time or was he Um, 2009 parks and rec had just started right he probably still wasn't much like he wasn't a hot commodity sure okay he definitely wasn't like star lord at this point well no Maybe, right. like, midway through shooting the scene, he got the call that he was in Parks and Rec and he just walked off. Maybe, yeah. It could be, it's like, he just walks out of the film, basically. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's one of the person that get, people that gets, like, killed in this fire that's about to happen. Um, yeah. Could well be. I guess that's what it is, but yeah, it's still... 
I don't know. It still feels a bit of a like. No. He's, he just isn't even mentioned. You would think that like they would. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like if if he did die in the fire, then like he would at least get his name said <laughs> a bit mm. later. I don't know. Um, yeah. So the band uh, playing here that they've come to see is called Low Shoulder, um, which is a driving reference, I believe. I don't know. I don't drive. Um, <laughs> And, uh, there, the lead singer is immediately all over Jennifer, uh, like, likes her, they're, like, uh, talking back and forth, it's all fine, um, she yeah. goes to get them a 9-11 tribute shooter, uh, Gareth. Yes! Which, which is an insane thing, you have to drink it very fast, because it's red, white, and blue stacked liquors, but if you don't drink it fast, they all blend together and become brown. This is, this joke is darker than any of the horror stuff fucking a yeah <laughs> it's amazing like again great writing there I, I, yeah it's wild this unfortunately is immediately followed up by really bad dialogue and that jen says that she'll go in order to get the drink she'll go and play hello titty with the bartender <laughs> which yep. is not even a thing really <laughs> <laughs> no it's, i did not like that barely a reference this is the kind of thing that like makes me think that this movie is still trying to be that um like teenage boys love megan fox movie like yeah this, for sure th- like these kind of lines and scenes keep happening through this movie i don't know yeah it, and it brings it down for me it's definitely like the most uh crystal clear those two lines next to each other because one's definitely from the movie they wanted to make yeah this like dark 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 comedy and the others from the movie oh mr fox wanted them to make yeah, yeah. donnie fox Donnie Fox. Who knows? The unfantastic. It's just like surrounded by searchlights. <laughs> yeah. The worst. Um, yeah. There's, she also describes herself as uh, that. Like we overhear the band talking about her, like hoping that she's a virgin, and we're like, that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, and Jen says that she's not even a backdoor virgin. <laughs> thanks to chris parrott's character which is yeah great okay cool <laughs> i didn't need to know that um, it is kind of like i did kind of like the line though that she couldn't uh, go to flags practice because she had to sit on some ice yeah like it's such a wholesome variation on that weird weird little line i guess so it's yeah <laughs> i thought it was a little bit out of left field but hey yeah it's yeah the sex in this movie is in your face at all times <laughs> yeah. basically so if that's what it's going for then bravo uh mm. yeah um the i've written my next note is that the band is doing a startling startlingly good impression of Pink floyd's great gig in the sky um <laughs> in their performance uh just, yeah it's... just shout out to the indie band covering that pretty impressive um yeah not the sounds easiest, exactly like it yeah not the easiest uh, vocal work to no <laughs> to do <laughs> Um, and it's very exciting to hear Great Gig in the Sky while looking at a great gig. It's true. Oh. Well, it's, yeah, that's great. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> um, yeah, the girls... We do, they... if you don't mind, we do need to talk about the this band, Lone okay. Shoulder, and the beautiful casting of Adam Brody as the singer. Yeah. It's like pretty spot on. So good, because they tried to cast um, Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. Wow, yeah, but, that um, would have been pretty amazing. Yeah, he kind of... I don't think he was that keen or maybe like too busy. Um, but then they like nailed it. Like this guy is, this actor's already coded in all our hearts. as the mm. guy who brought us indie music. Like <laughs> he's the number one publicist for Def Cab for Cutie. There you go. Probably. 
And here he is, here nailing he is. it, nailing He's this role. Got a crescent moon tattooed on his neck. <laughs> yes. Uh, which is apparently important. I don't really know. It's just like sort of symbolism, but yeah, not really. Uh, I have written down that the, the girls hold hands briefly during this song. Um, and then that like slips away. And there's a beautiful, like, you know, when you press on your hand and you kind of see a light that remains light, there's probably a, a, all our scientists listeners are screaming at me for this. Sure. Yeah. But the like, like blood like rushes back to where you're pressing, where you were pressing. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen that sensation depicted in a movie, but they've chosen to do it as, um, Jennifer lets go of Needy's hand. And it's Ooh. like, says so much. It's so beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Even, didn't even think about that. Oh. Very close reading of this movie I'm into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Unfortunately, this uh, set is interrupted by the whole bar catching on fire. Not really for any reason. I think just <laughs> no. faulty electrical equipment. Um, yeah, the whole bar just catches ablaze. And it's a very violent fire. Everyone's yes. like... Like, people get set on fire. Um, yeah. Like, running around outside, they escape, uh, the girls escape by, um, running out of the bathroom window, jumping out there. But there were, like, people trampling on other people to try and escape. It's crazy. Yeah, it is actually, like, a bit harrowing. Yeah, it's a bit horrific. More, again, more so than the, like, actual murders that happen later. Yeah, I would say so. This is kind of the best, like, visual effects in the film, <laughs> I <Yeah>. reckon. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, the band dude, I've written, the lead singer, uh, appears uh, with them and is like, oh, you're all fine, I'm so happy to hear that. Not at all. Like, he doesn't care at all. Um, and yeah. he's very, very chill with the bar, like, fully on fire behind him. Yeah, he's, he's already holding, like, a full whiskey. Yeah, and whiskey. he's trying to usher uh, Jennifer into a van. And she, like, is into it, wants to go along, but kind of is kind of sketched out as well. And Needy's like, no, don't take her away it's like messed up and yeah, yeah she just gets like ushered into this like creepy van it's described as like a molester's van in the movie um yeah uh yeah and we don't know what happens to her she gets taken away um yes it's uh, pretty rough this is this happens over money's intro rolling in which <laughs> yeah. is not at all appropriate <laughs> There um, is a perfect um, explosion of, like, a gas explosion to one of the cha-chings of money that legitimately made me jump. So that was exciting. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I didn't catch that one. That's a good, that's a good old sync, though. Because, <laughs> like, a lot of... I'd say... We've probably had this with A Quiet Place, too. Mm. And The Thing. Like, a lot of jump scares are really um, dulled by just Pink Floyd not quite syncing up with it. True, yes. So it was good to have Pink Floyd play along for once with a They're nice jump catching scare. on with this bar explosion yeah. scene um yes uh she describes the lead singer as uh skinny and twisted and evil like a petrified tree i saw when i was a kid i thought <laughs> yeah thought that was interesting uh an interesting descriptor but like I, again this doesn't come back at all i just thought that was like a strange thing that i noted down and never came back so okay. <laughs> um yeah anyway yeah they drive home needy calls her boyfriend uh and young neil yeah young neil <laughs> chip <laughs> on the phone because like there's been a really messed up thing with jen and she doesn't know what to do and then there's someone outside her house and she's freaking out about that this is all very uh classic horror movie stuff here yes. this whole sequence of like uh, we see shadows on the on the wall moving behind her when she goes there's no one at the door 
stuff like that. She, like, goes to turn off the, like, faucet that's on for no apparent reason. Um, because, like, this is what made the noise, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, um, Jennifer appears in the house, um, covered in blood, all over her mouth, um, and all over her body. Uh, she looks, like, very pale as well. Uh, not looking so flash. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, really freaks out, uh, old needy, and, um, starts eating, like, a chicken out of the fridge, <laughs> uh, which is like, I'm not allowed to eat that chicken, <laughs> which yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed, um, but yeah, apparently he doesn't enjoy that chicken and vomits this nightmare oil all over the floor and needy. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the oil that moves by itself, uh, just classic demon horror stuff, you know. Yeah. A young uh, James Cameron is watching this and being like, this gives me an idea. Yeah, this is so... Because he loves CGI goo. He loves all kinds of water physics, this yeah. boy. Did you hear that Avatar 2 has finished um, filming? Yeah. Like, the, the, but how long it'll be in post-production remains to be seen. I assume, like, a couple of years. Oh, they don't even mean post-production. Oh, that no, is... no, no. The actual, like... The capturing of footage is complete at this point. Oh man! So it's probably still a ways off. Oh, I... what if they just sneak it into like the warehouse and stuff and pretend they did release it in 2012? Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, I saw a yeah. great tweet um, from somebody on Twitter. I can't remember who now, but they said uh, in re- in response to this, they're like, "Man, I can't wait until December 2014 when this comes out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really... I saw that as well. That was Guy Montgomery's tweet. Oh, nice. Shoutouts to you, yeah. Guy. Um, fellow podcaster. <laughs> awesome. Um, yes, yeah, so after, after this nightmare oil issue, uh, she just sort of, like, vanishes. She runs away, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've written, I've written, you know, this is all stuff that matches money in my notes. <laughs> yeah, it's all fine. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting, like, money solo <laughs> playing over this. Uh yeah, she, like, goes to call... No, she's still there. She goes to call an ambulance, but Jennifer, like, stops her. Yeah. And then, yeah, we get, like, a little bit of aftermath at the burn-down bar after that. Yeah. Uh, with, like, people repairing it. And then... But uh, it's a huge deal to basically everybody else in the in the whole movie that this bar burned down and multiple people dies. Yeah. But... Uh, As it would be. But yeah. then everyone still just goes to school the next day. Yeah, it's true. The The teacher delivers, like, a uh, fantastic... J.K. Simmons is the teacher here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, de- what? Delivers, like, an exceptionally dark <laughs> speech about all the different people that died. Like, one yeah. of the teachers died, eight students have died. Like, it's insane. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Jennifer shows up at school completely normal. It's like it was a dream. Um, yeah, and she's just like cracking jokes this whole time. Like doesn't care at all. It's like she doesn't remember what happened. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, also, <laughs> Needy's like trying to like talk to her, being like, "Do you not remember <laughs> like vomiting <laughs> nightmare oil on me?" And, like, she shows her fingernails that have all been blackened by, like, cleaning it up in the morning. Mm. There's a shot of her, like, weeping and cleaning it, which is awful. Um, Yeah. And then, yeah, she just, like, (laughs) Jennifer's like, man, you really need to do something about those nails. (laughs) Oof. It's rough. Rough stuff. I love it. Yeah. Like, how did you, how did you feel about J.K. Simmons showing up, though? 
stoked stoked to see him him and his yeah. hook hand he's lost a hand for no real reason again no but great stuff i love this boy yeah big fan of jk excellent he's wearing actor. a little curly wig like uh yeah 90s justin timberlake he is <laughs> <laughs> he has a, he has some fun stuff to do in this movie yeah. so i'm happy to see him here i think this is before he was like doing really serious stuff you know yeah this would have been in between i guess spider-man yeah I think his other movie this year was he was the dad and i love you man oh yeah nice another yeah. another like fairly cheesy comedy yeah sweet um yeah so needy like is getting nothing out of gene so goes to like talk to chip about what happened uh he thinks all this is just basically stress related uh hmm. all this stuff that it was all like a nightmare ptsd fever dream that she had after the bar explosion you know and also yeah, which very fair yeah and also the stress of seeing um jennifer disappear in this van you know mm. like it's all pretty terrible um so he thinks it's to do with that he's not like treat he's not thinking anything supernatural happened and then uh boy colin uh shows up the turbo emo kid the like <laughs> quintessential hack dwelling emo friend here uh. I'm nobody understands what you mean by hack by the way <laughs> no 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 one no one understands it's a very specific christchurch reference yeah uh, hack was uh in the center of christchurch it was a uh raised bit where people could sit in a handy <laughs> emo like hangout yeah that's correct right i was never really cool enough to hang out there i didn't ever go there yeah no it, it was yeah. uh it was very popular amongst the the emo population emo and scene kid population so much yeah. so that they installed speakers around that area and blasted classical music to drive yeah. them away i would i would think now that if you were a true emo kid you would enjoy the classics oh heck yeah <laughs> you would just be vibing to a bit of like beethoven <laughs> you know yeah but no it was enough to drive them away so clearly they weren't the true fans no uh, only maybe the they were just trying to get more yellow cards to start like emo bands with one violinist yeah that's that's all i'm hoping for yeah. i just want a, re a yellow card comeback that's all i want oh yeah if we could you know. find them now things would get better they would nice <laughs> that was <laughs> great um yeah so he he shows up and he just wants to say that he's happy that needy survived he's just a nice wee friend who has like been in classes with needy before and is just like yeah i'm happy that you're alive and didn't die in a fire yeah yeah it's just a a nice wee scene i'm he's introduced for later basically but um anyway there's a, a crazy zoom now. C smash cut to an, the deepest zoom of like someone running <laughs> yeah. across a field towards a single man. This is the weirdest shot in the movie, I think. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's really long. It's like a, just a hard zoom on this boy Jonas, um, who is a guy who lost... We saw him crying in the previous scene in class. Uh, he's a guy who lost his best friend in the bar fire. Um, so it's hit him pretty hard. He's a big jock yeah. guy with a letterman jacket, you know. Um, and yeah, Jennifer just like, we see her to the left of him and then she appears out of, as if out of nowhere to his right, which is... Yeah. Like, she's like, oh. Very strange. Yeah, supernatural stuff occurring. Um, she's like uh, <laughs> saying that people were talking about them and saying that they would be a good couple. And she, like, sort of leverages this dead friend to, like, yeah. get him to go and have sex, which is 
really weird, but somehow works. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. His heart's broken, but his penis isn't. Yeah, damn right. Um, so yeah, they go off into the woods to have some sex, and there's, like, a bunch of animals show up <laughs> to watch them, like, in pairs as well. There's, like, a, a pair of crows and, like, some, like, porcupines and stuff. It's really yeah. weird. Is this to do with, like, the demon thing, or is it just, like, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. I assume the demon thing, but I also kind of like to think the animals in Devil's Kettle were just like... Yeah, they're just friendly friendly foes, you know? Yeah. Here to take a wee look at what's about to go down. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, yeah, it could be like related to this demon possession issue, or it could be just random. Who knows? Never explained. Never comes back as well. There's like one crow later on in another sex scene, there's like an animal that appears. Um, But hey... Who knows? Yeah. Weird. Uh, yes. Uh, th- so they start, like, having fallen around. Um, then, yeah, she turns... Fallen around? Thanks, Dad. <laughs> what? They do. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, here we go. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, before anything serious can take place, uh, her mouth opens with some very bad CGI, and uh, she a big monster mouth and bites his face. Or, yeah. like, bites into the camera, because we're getting his perspective, you know? Um, yeah, later on we see him, uh, disemboweled, which is pretty awful. Uh, and one of those deer just nibbling away at him. Just having is... a wee go, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons is overhearing, I believe, the screaming. I don't, I know subtitles here, so I can't really tell. Uh, but he's just like, let it out, students. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thinks it's just grieving about the fire, which is rough stuff, but hey. Yeah. Play for laughs. Uh, and then it's also J.K. Simmons that discovers uh, his body in the woods with the deer. Yeah. 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 Awful. Uh, yes. I move on now to... We see meet Needy's mum, who, like, works the night shift, which explains why she's never around. But she's yeah. just, like, working really hard and having very surreal nightmares about, like, Needy being hung up on the cross like Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's pretty, also played by, like, comedy legend Amy Sedaris. And yeah. Kind of wasted? Absolutely. She's, like, very... I think this is her one scene. Apart from the, this and, like, the prom sequence. Yeah. It's, like, the only time she shows up in the movie. But, hey. Oh. Whatever. She's sort of just thrown away. She's just having some nightmares. More spooky stuff occurring, anyway. Yeah. Guess telling us that Needy's in danger? I don't know. Uh, yeah, the parents of the dead jock guy are, like freaking out he, the dad proclaims that he'll cut the nutsack off someone who did this and nail it to his door like a fancy door knocker um yeah bad dialogue <laughs> not into this i don't joke. know i kind of liked it i kind of liked that um it, it it's was a, it's a long joke like he yes he, he like delivers this like really long line in very descript detail about like what he's going to do to the person who did this um i don't know didn't land for me but fair enough no uh so we get uh yes here we get an inexplicable megan fox swimming in the lake scene and this is why this is another factor for me where it's like is is this trying to be like a feminist forward movie or is it just like trying to walk the line here of being yeah for the young impressionable boys or whatever oh megan fox is hot like that kind of vibe i don't know because this is it's... completely unnecessary, and it's like an yeah, extended sure. like slow mo sequence. So I don't know. I don't know. I think the lake 
the lake looks beautiful, but like yeah. I can't imagine anyone being horny from the scene. Just like, oh yeah, yeah. she did a murder, she's having a swim. I guess so, but like it's just yeah. kind of unnecessary. Like, why is this even oh, in the sure. movie? Like, if uh, my take is from the like the the later readings of this movie, and that like if you take it that way, then this scene shouldn't just shouldn't be in the movie because it doesn't add yeah. anything to that. It should have been cut. I don't know. No, you're right. It does. However, though, we kind of get the we get the lunatic is on the grass while she's doing it, and that kind of thematically sinks. She's not on the grass, but she's you know, she's definitely a lunatic. Nature. I feel like there's a better lunatic on the grass uh, sink coming up later. Shall oh, we just yes. say? Um, yes. Uh, so yeah, Jean is still ter- is still telling Needy that she needs to move on from this like whole disaster that occurred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's well past it, but the whole town <laughs> isn't. Um, uh then we cut to she's like talking on the phone with um chip again and inexplicably his little sister camille is just playing the piano (laughs) interrupting the phone call i love this i I loved camille's piano playing yeah it's it's just this is the kind of joke that i like (laughs) (laughs) just really dumb inserting of like characters doing strange things that's what i yeah I love, um, like, this is, like, deep comedy nerd stuff, but a joke that implies a whole story behind it... Yeah, right. ...will always get me, and this is one of those, like, is she always doing this? Exactly, right? Like, that's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, yes, Jennifer in the background asks about, um, Chip's penis as well. And does she... She's, like, on hold with, um, uh, with Needy on the other line. And while she's doing this, she burns the tip of her tongue with a lighter because she's full demon mode here. Yeah. Just cause. This was a very iconic scene. Um, yeah. I think it was in all the trailers and stuff. And it's, it's pre- pretty badass. Pretty good effect. I liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, then Chip, like, wants to meet with Needy. That's what this phone call is about. And uh, fills her in about Jonas dying. And Needy's like, oh, it's Jen because she's been acting weird you know she puts yeah. that together immediately and chip's like what that doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah that's the he's she's kind of figured it out already at this point but yeah we, oh, get, yeah. we get eclipse playing so we're at the end of the playthrough here um and we're seeing uh everyone's still really sad about the fire <laughs> except for jen there's like candlelight vigils we're getting mm. like a flash forward like a whole month here basically yeah um and yeah. um, Low Shoulders' song is, like, blowing up. And... Yeah, they're getting massively popular. Uh, yeah. So, yes. Um, I love... This reveal is the smartest part about this movie, so, yeah, I'm going to hold off on that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a cool little shot as well of the... Fl- there's a photo of Jonas, like, surrounded by flowers that wilt very quickly mm. as if they're through, like, um, like uh, time lapse, but very, very well done, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then, yeah. It's we- a month later. J.K. Simmons walks into the science class, and for some reason, he's the one giving them all the news that Low Shoulder um, are donating money to the fire. Yeah, they're donating 3% of their profits, which is <laughs> yeah. not very much. Um, and oh, also, no. Playthrough 2 is starting for us. So, this is. I like that it's like one month later and we enter Playthrough 2 here. Um, yeah. Yes, they're also, like, they're perceived as a very popular band, Low Shoulder, but they're also, like, 
American heroes <laughs> somehow. <laughs> That's what the yeah. one of the other students uh, claims. Very strange. Yeah, they um on their Wikipedia it says that they saved everyone from the fire. Yeah, so it must be true. Yeah, yeah, a good bit. I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Jennifer inexplicably not looking so well, not looking great. No, still Megan Fox, so looking. Okay, yeah, so still but... looking great like yeah. movie standard yeah but like it's like has rings around her eyes and is looking quite pale or something is mm. that's the extent of her um not looking okay uh yes she says that p like needy suggests it could be pms and she says that pms was invented by boy run media to make us seem crazy um yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> there you go quite the claim oh yeah yeah i'm okay with it uh emo colin rocks up to ask jennifer out to go see rocky horror uh great film uh she says she doesn't like boxing movies very good really line. good really good joke <laughs> loved it yeah, yeah. <laughs> classic classic bit and colin's like flustered by this and gives up basically <laughs> which is fair yeah. um uh, but until Needy expresses interest in Colin, she's like, oh, Colin is, um, like, I think Colin's pretty cool. He's a nice guy. Uh, we're hanging out with him in class sometimes. And that's when Jennifer, like, is interested in him and steals him. Yes. Again, this is like the abusive relationship coming out thing and that she's, like, stealing him away. But only because, like, she has no interest in him at all. But it's, like, despite uh, Needy here. Yeah. Mm. That's my read anyway. Yeah. So then, yeah, she asks him, instead of going to the movies, she's like, hey, come and hang out in my house. Yeah. I've rented um, Aquamarine, which is a movie about a girl who is half sushi. Yeah. Real movie, I, I think, liked. right? Yeah, yeah. Except she's obviously half fish. Yeah. She's a mermaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, one of those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the I've heard of mermaids. Term. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know about mermaids, right? Those half yeah. fish. <laughs> Half fish, right. Half Frantically fish. Googles. Born of person and fish parentage. Ooh. Who knows? Um, yeah. So next up, it's um, Chip and Needy are planning on having sex for the first time. Um, like, that's the stage of their relationship that they're at. And Chip's yeah. saying that he bought some condoms, which is like the most dorky way of going about that. But it's quite a funny. Yeah, very transactional. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, oh, okay, I guess that's happening. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so them like preparing to have sex with each other and it's intercut with Colin heading to Jen's quote unquote house. Um, yeah. Uh, there's also in the background, Gareth, I want to mention there's an I can see clearly now pop punk remix that we aren't hearing. Um, yes. I can identify this from the lyrics and I like briefly toned down Pink Floyd so that I could hear what this was and boy oh boy this remix. <laughs> Woo, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. It's like it is like scar almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, by Screeching Weasel who were oh, yeah. actually one of my favorite bands in high school. Hell yes. That's I love incredible. A bit of screeching Weasel. Better Screeching Weasel. Can't go wrong. But um what, so this I got to this part when I was watching Without the Floyd. Right. And this song is so loud yeah. in the movie. Like you don't hear any sound effects. It sounds like it's I for a second I was like, Am I playing something else? Am I accidentally, you know, sinking again? Yeah. <laughs> Have it's I accidentally so started sinking screeching weasel with 
this movie instead yeah. makes, i've skipped to a different track in my itunes who knows <laughs> yeah oh no uh my um, apple music sorry <laughs> oh so i still run itunes oh, i haven't updated yeah. my computer nice <laughs> <laughs> nice um it's also impossible i tried it to sing i can cl- sing clearly now over on the run by pink floyd yeah it wasn't designed to be that way, I think. No. If someone can put together that mashup, hit us up, please. Yes, please. I'd love to hear it, because that sounds like a great challenge. Um, yes, so Jen actually hasn't given him uh, her home address. She's given him the address to a, like abandoned, empty house. Is this house under construction, or is it like... Yeah, Okay. it looks like it. Like It's got pre- some construction-y stuff around it. Yeah, pretty much the whole neighbourhood seems to be incomplete i think this is like small town stuff or like them expanding the town to accommodate more people but it's just like very spooky at night time there's nothing around there's chain link chain link fences everywhere yeah yeah um interesting interesting set dressing for this upcoming scene uh yeah the crash i've said that the crash sound does align with him trying to break into the boarded up door uh which is a minor sink but hey Hmm. That's yeah. I'll take that. <clears throat> yeah. All the clocks go off when he's like wandering around inside. Uh, yeah, I was annoyed moment. there wasn't like a good jump scare. Yeah, clocks. nothing. We don't even see like Jennifer lurking in the background or anything. That would have been great. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. We get to like cut back and forth between the two couples here. Um. There's like a sex scene over time solo, and also a nightmare scene taking place at the same time in this abandoned house where mm. poor Colin is just put through the ringer. Um. He like gets his hands slashed. Uh. This is, this is also where these animals show up. By the way, there's like a crow, <laughs> yeah, like a crow that appears watch. in the house and like buffets him, and he's like, oh. <laughs> and then later on, there's like some rats, and Jennifer's like, ah, oh, you're emo, surely you like vermin, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is such good floor play. My goodness. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, tell me I'm emo, and I'm gonna ca- call that flirting. Okay. Wow. That's how important emo was to me back in the day. Oh gosh. Yeah, I, big, big, big part of your life. I just had a scariest flashback of me on early Bebo, just riding on some, oh. a stranger's wall, like, "Hey, I'm an emo guy." <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I'm an emo guy. Hey, I'm an emo guy. Oh wow! Uh, they didn't ride back. So, oh, yeah, man, Bebo. I haven't thought about that in a long time. They, That's like, the. You- you could draw awesome. on people's walls, I remember. I remember doing a lot of bad drawings just with my mouse. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you were one of those cool guys who would do the... You'd do the drawing with your mouse, but because you could watch it getting drawn. Oh, yeah. Um, you'd tell, like, a little story through it. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Man. All right. Yeah. Uh, I would so put this podcast on Bebo if I could. Oh, man. Give us the Bebo podcast that everyone's <laughs> craving yeah yeah maybe we'll do a mini bebo show within our show <laughs> um yes so yeah poor poor colin gets put through put through the ringer he gets his like arm broken and then like also like disemboweled by uh evil gen here yeah terrible bad times there's a shot of her like feasting on him uh not great cgi but it's fine yeah it'll do yeah um yeah then so needy like during the sex scene here 
has like a vision of uh dead jonas for one yeah. sitting in the chair like blood all over him terrible times and jen like crouched over the ring style next to her um very spectral and scary and she just yeah. what did she just start saying like useless or something like that she like yeah, something like that i wish i could remember she starts chanting something like which is not putting off old chip he keeps going yeah. anyway which is gross um well her initial like gu- scared gasps he misreads is like a good thing yeah it's good gasps and then when she's upset he goes like oh no and then briefly pauses and like is a bit excited like am i too big yeah Terrible. which is a yeah not a great joke very of its time yeah very much so yeah um yeah but anyway she like races off to go and find jen because she senses like something bad is happening um, yeah so in tune with each other in terms of being best friends i think that they have this kind yeah. of connection um and yeah uh she nearly crashes into her in the middle of the road she's standing there covered in blood just like before um when she appeared in her house mm. and she like leaps like a scary frog <laughs> onto the hood of, <laughs> onto the hood of her car like yeah. crashing into the windscreen very scary um and this is all of a great gig in the sky <laughs> yeah oh no not a good fit but hey uh there's a couple of flashbacks where we get to see um uh needy watching jen at the cheerleading and then jen being shut away in the van so like she's still like i feel like she's possibly blaming herself for not stopping jen in this in this instance or yeah yeah it's it's very rough stuff yeah and and then jen randomly appears in her bed like perfectly Mm. fine and it's like what and we get a uh they start making out um as it's like a strange uh lesbian sex scene almost here um yeah yeah i think it's this is interesting and that like it's uh this is the most contested part of the movie in my mind like what this represents is it just uh is it just again like let's see two girls make out on camera ha 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 or is it like the abusive relationship playing out and that she's like leading um needy on this entire time and this is like what their relationship is sort of founded on this like un like untapped like sexual energy between the two of them like is that um like needy actually is in love with jen or and like jen is like abusing that love to get what she wants you know I think it's definitely the latter, yeah. It's maybe Jen, I mean, maybe Needy's, like, actually, yeah, unrealized kind of bisexual crush. But, and, like, yeah, Jen's always known this and can manipulate her with it. But, like, it's also, this kiss goes on for ages. Yeah. And, like, it's also very close up. And um, if you don't have Pink Floyd playing, very loud. Yeah, mm, okay. Good to know. Yeah, I forgive it because it's tricky. Of what right? you said, yeah. like it could be either. Like it's it, this is the like I, I I can't decide which it is in my mind. Like it it could be both. It could be either. I just, yeah, yeah. I, it's really strange. But what follows after this? She like cuts it off. Like um, yeah, Needy's like oh I can't do this. Um, so, but and Jen says that she'll tell her what happened. That best friends shouldn't keep secrets from each other. And so she tells the story about what happened after the fire and getting shut into the van. Um, this is maybe the most interesting part of the whole movie to me. Um, yes. Very quickly, because it is actually really interesting and deep and stuff. 
it's a flashback to a scene that happened just after money started and now money's starting yeah so money's playing over this again yeah yeah so right. that's pretty nice and that it's like the same time period playing out again yeah it would be cool if it was like a hard cut between when that scene ended and when this like starts like we get the yeah. same point of money that would be neat but unfortunately not the case um no. yeah so we've got the band uh taking her away like need to know if she's a virgin and she's saying that she is a virgin thinking that it will dissuade them from like whatever it is that they want to do to her um and they are like oh see she is a virgin it's, it's gonna be fine um yeah the band it turns out are satanists and they're going to perform a ritual on her assuming that she's a virgin in order to gain uh success and fame that mm. like they state that being an indie band is very difficult because uh, there are a dime a dozen everybody is an indie band and unless you get on like a television show or something it's impossible to get successful and so satan is their best shot <laughs> yeah that's what they say um they yeah. also say like there's so many of us and we're all so cute yeah which i liked that's very funny um yeah yeah so they yeah they are going to sacrifice her as like advancement of their band um there's a couple of very funny lines i'm going to cover this whole scene and then we'll talk about it um okay. there's a couple of very funny lines in that like he is using a knife that he's like oh what what is what is that and he's like oh it's a bowie knife and another guy goes oh bowie nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is really dumb um and then yeah they stab her to death over singing the lyrics to eight six seven five three oh nine which is uh jenny and a fairly famous song um, yeah great song i probably ruined for me forever now <laughs> uh based on this scene because they just sing away like laughing and singing this song just stabbing her yeah to death. um you gotta say a good horror movie should be able to ruin a song for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. There you go. Um, so this scene, um, it's a the read on this in modern day is that this is an analogy for rape, basically, like a rape yeah. playing out, and also like the Me Too era and that people using you uh, people using ladies and uh, for their own professional gain, you know. Yeah. And discarding them and yeah that's the read on this movie that this scene establishes uh it's kind of interesting like i wish that this was explored a bit further like it's it's a strange take for a horror movie to uh make especially in 2009 um yeah pretty far ahead of its time i would say uh, <laughs> i feel like they might have had to kind of lean you know how you're like oh what is like what's the kissing scene trying to say yeah. I feel like a lot of it, they had to lean very hard into the stuff that would get the movie made so they could get the scene the way they wanted it. Right. Uh, yeah, that could very well be true, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, the read is that the rest of this movie is, like, a revenge story uh, against, like, rapists, effectively. Um, yeah. And that, and that Jen is, like, going around and, like, murdering, like, bad, like, idiot boys. And also, like, later on, uh, Needy gets revenge on these like rapists on these guys you know yeah so yeah it's like a revenge story for uh someone that's been abused or uh raped yeah yeah and what's um interesting is none of the early reviews the ones that were like oh this movie's dumb i'm not it's not sexy at all none of them really mentioned this scene no they were just i feel like they didn't get it at the time kissing scene and then like all the recent reviews um mainly focus on this scene 
Yeah, it's tricky because, like, I feel like it isn't really explored very deeply beyond this one scene. Like, we don't get, yeah. like, many more, more scenes with this band or any kind of their motivations or, like, any, like, it's not explicitly stated or, like, there aren't... If, I feel like it would be more clear if, like, all the other people that were murdered were also, like, introduced as really shitty people in some way, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it would have landed better in that way. You're like, if they, if we were seeing them doing something abusive or terrible, and then they were killed by Jen, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Even, like, if Chris Pratt's character had come back to be a victim, like yeah. I said earlier. Exactly. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, so also, um, notably during this scene, uh, yeah, I think we, we have covered that fairly succinctly, but, um... Yes. Yeah, on our comedy show. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, um, yeah, there's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, toss the knife that they used in the sacrifice into the town's namesake, the Devil's Kettle, uh, to be found later. Um, very cool. Because we, like, it's inexplicable, we don't know where it goes. Yeah. Uh, we see that after this scenario, Jen didn't die, and she, like, just murders Ahmed, the transfer student, because nobody knows who he is or where he is. Um, it's just a random murder. Again, this sort of undercuts the message from the previous scene, I think. Yeah. Because this guy's, like, a victim of circumstance, mainly. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Strange. Yeah. It's also, again, like, they could have just... It's, yeah, I don't know. This way they treat this character is just a bummer. It's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Jennifer... Cut back to present day. Jennifer, like, shows that she's been... This, this is what she's been doing every month. And if she does this, then she's basically unkillable when she's mm. full. She, like, stabs her arm with something, I can't remember, and, like, it instantly heals and it's fine. Uh, she also threatens Chip here um, yes. if, if Needy doesn't toe the line, basically. Pretty messed up. Uh, yeah, what happens next? Yeah. We've got, we got another sad montage in Colin's funeral. Yeah. And Over weirdly, an amazing monologue from Colin's mum. Yeah, crazy. Very intense. Um, yeah. She says some like pretty horrific dialogue about like having to identify the body. Um, and also, like... <clears throat> like really destroys the emo kids at the funeral here yeah like they were talking about like him ascending on glowing wings and stuff you know yeah to be one of the dark angels <clears throat> and, the, and the mum's like shut the fuck up basically like my yeah. son is dead like i don't have time for this awful silliness you know yeah yeah I don't, but yeah it's... and then that she's not seen again she yeah i know I don't really think she's a big role in any other movies. She just got a one perfect scene and yeah, I don't know. Happy. I kind of don't know what the scene is for, other than like just to shit on the emo kids and their way of life. Like it's. I think it could have just been that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it could be actually. It could be another kind of tying in with the uh, the idea, and I'm thinking on my feet, so I might mess this up. But like okay. the idea that these bands and these like famous men that we've just seen the scene kind of vilifying mm. that they build themselves on tragedy and stuff and they, right yeah and they and this is what they real this, people that, that are hurt yeah this is what they instill into like the their fans this kind of silly mm. notions as well like obsessed with tragedy and darkness and etc like yeah and what that what does that mean you know like is that actually in the face of true tragedy is that actually valid you know yeah yeah could well be yeah yeah uh so um 
the next thing uh, the band is going to do the song at the their their whole their whole formal is themed around this band and eventually yeah. they show up which is crazy also the, <laughs> notably the posters that they're making are in papyrus ah <laughs> uh, yes james say. cameron again like watching, yeah going, like, weaving his way in shadow idea. producing this <laughs> um who knows yeah yeah, so Needy does a bit of research into uh, the occult in the occult section of the library, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, I love that Chip even calls it out, just like, our library has like, an occult section? Yeah, and she's like, like, it's not big. Yeah, it's pretty small. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Uh, and, yeah, like, tries to tell Chip about this, and he's sort of sick of her being obsessed with Jen, and, like, says, takes this explanation of her being evil as her like breaking down and also like them breaking up which is interesting yeah like because he just sort of can't deal with her being like he thinks she's going off the deep end basically and it's like okay like your obsession with jen has gotten to this point so are we like through and she doesn't say no she just she doesn't say no or yes basically and he takes it that way so yeah that's some high school stuff oh absolutely and she says she can't go to the um yeah, no can't problem go... with him, but she will still go. Which, yeah, you know. which is weird. It's like very yeah. dangerous. Is what she's trying to say. For them to be together, I don't know. Yeah. I think potentially through the threat of what Jen said before has brought this on. Uh, they have like effective breakup. Who's to say? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, um, we get a sweet this... little montage now of like prepping oh, for yes. the dance uh any, any color you like is playing it's pretty good i like yeah we're getting the lyrics to um kiss with a fist by florence and the machine nice which i tried again to try to sing along to this pink <laughs> instrumental and it kind of worked all right i like but that then you're it immediately it. immediately ends after you know florence gets some good money for being in the movie mm. she's great to um start playing some panic of the disco new perspective which very i very sing over it yes i also very quickly want to note um on chip's computer in the scene in the background is just a like passport photo of needy his wallpaper <laughs> like it's like full face forward like just yeah. staring you down from the computer screen i think that's hilarious yeah like it's just such a niche little joke <laughs> that that would be his wallpaper it's great and he's got such a big computer which i really yeah. like like Oh, actually, hold on. I just really blanked out and was like, oh, yeah, because this film is obviously a period piece set in the distant past of 2009. And no, it was made in 2009, so I was going to commend them on having an older computer (laughs) and that being realistic, but uh, never mind. Pretty sure in 2009 we had, like, flat screens and stuff at the time, flat screen monitors, I don't know. Like, it's definitely, Chip is definitely living in the past somewhat. Um, yeah for sure he likes the old stuff you know we know we got a couple of his like band recommendations earlier and they're pretty old school so yeah, yeah. he called um uh phil collins seminal yeah he did <laughs> really good stuff he's the pink floyd listener among the characters of this film oh for sure yeah absolutely um yes uh jennifer is deteriorating once again and as part of this montage she it's time for her to feed again i guess this is another month later i don't really know it's not clear but uh yeah Yeah. uh yeah i'll say so because it's supposed to be two months since yeah like at the very very beginning yeah so we're getting now here we go this is a good old sync we get brain damage playing and the lunatic is on the grass when uh chip is walking across a field in the mist 
a never like perfect cut here to that line. Yeah, into it. Oh yeah, it's so good. It's very lunatic, especially because something vaguely threatening is happening, much like the vaguely threatening lyric of the lunatic is on the grass. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like lunatic is in the hall as well. Later when they're in the like dance hall, kind of that's oh. a little bit looser, but you know. Yeah, and she does some mind games like the lunatic is in my head. Yes, uh, and while he's walking in the mist, Jennifer like appears in front of him, saying that she's really worried about Needy, and like le- leverages their relationship to like start a relationship of their own. Basically, yeah. um, she claims that Needy cheated on Chip with Colin, who's just died as well. Yeah. That's why she was so upset after his death. I love oh, that she no. also says like they were doing stuff you've never heard of. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hilarious line. Yeah. Honestly, I wish they'd um like chucked in a line like they're doing stuff you've never heard of, like, and then just said like two really random words together to be like this yeah. is a sex thing. Banana dance moves. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but... potato yeah. popcorn, the... man. Oh, look out for that one. <laughs> you you need the peas on ice for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We get eclipse playing as the band starts to play they're here cold shoulder they've been very dramatically introduced by jk simmons yeah. Um, and yeah they'd start playing eclipse very good oh yeah <clears throat> needy can sense that jen is kissing chip i've written in my notes i don't know if that's true but she sees so. something's up and yeah she sees chip's name and like rushes off to find them at the end of playthrough two um yeah the band is playing complete silence yeah for us a bit of an anti-sync and uh jen and chip go off to like an abandoned swimming pool for the final confrontation here i kind of like the set i thought it was like well made i'm pretty sure the thing that she was chanting is like written in um spray paint on the side of the swimming pool as well oh yeah which is kind of cool yeah yeah now this is an awesome set yeah so there's a chip says he doesn't want to kiss jen basically he's like uh not into it and then yeah she's like turns and starts fighting and throws him into the water uh there's like a big fight scene that plays out over breathe yeah. which is you know the fight scene song hmm. <clears throat> like breathe so and, like it's not gentle enough to do your like ironic kingsman style like yeah. soft music to a fight scene it's just yeah it, i don't think we're gonna find a fight scene that syncs beautifully with some with some lovely breathe yet yeah it doesn't hasn't worked yet no but we'll we'll continue to keep looking don't worry well yeah it's a lot in life (laughs) yeah so so it so it goes (laughs) uh yes uh needy rocks up to the swimming at first goes to his house and like has a fun interaction with the mum and the and the little daughter who plays piano which i love yeah but um just glad to see our friend again yeah she's just rocks up briefly uh but yeah she like arrives at the swimming pool and Jen's bitten, uh, col- uh what's it not Colin? Um, Young Neil. Chip's neck. Chip, chip Dove. Young Neil Chip. Young Neil Chip Dove. Is, yeah, eating a bit of chip. Delicious. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, she like pepper sprays Jen in the face. Uh, chip gives her some pepper spray that his mum gave her. Yeah. Um, gave him, uh, and yeah, she proceeds to do the black vomit thing again all over them and like hovers like six foot into the air or something. There's a great line where she says, Chip's like, she can fly? And he's like, and she's like, uh, she's just hovering. It's not that impressive. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. Very good. Perfect, like, uh, um, Yeah, line. so. 
Yeah, there's they really hash it out talking with each other, like spiting each other whether or not like Needy's like, is this all like to mess with me? Like, are you trying to spite me here? Like, is that what this is about? Yeah. And they have like a big argument, and Chip stabs Jen through the chest with a pull net. Yeah. <laughs> like one of those really long nets. <laughs> for like fishing stuff out of a swimming pool hilarious yeah that this is the murder weapon um but yeah of course jen lives through this because she's like full succubus mode she has enough power from eating a bit of um chip yeah that she's okay and yeah chip she gets away and uh chip dies at the poolside yeah. they say i love they say i love you to each other just before the on run on the run crash <laughs> which is kind of funny to me yeah um and yeah, Needy's like, there's a really good shot of like Needy from above, directly above, as she's lying on her bed, like covered in the black goop. Uh, I just thought the framing of the shot was really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she like resolves here to go and murder Jen, basically. And this is where we cut back to the intro scene where she's like standing creepily outside her window. Um, and yeah, they have a big fight to the death. Uh, in her bed and then floating above her bed yeah because because supernatural powers um the bff necklace hits the ground by the way and this is the like thing that takes away her power to survive yeah which is really this is where this is where she becomes vulnerable the necklace flying off like she starts falling to the ground it's i don't know what this means i don't know what this represents like is their friendship the source of the power no surely not i don't know yeah i don't know either but anyway stabs her in the heart um yeah jen says that she stabbed her in the tit but yeah okay it was in the heart Great. yeah yep um and then yeah it's like swift cut to reality basically and that like this is a murder <laughs> yeah <laughs> the mom the rushes in and sees <laughs> sees jen dead and needy like over her body with a craft knife stabbed into her um and yeah cut back to prison basically to the existing existing needy in prison yeah um during the fight scene jen bit needy and has transferred a bit of her demonic power into her so that she can like float away and get out of prison uh felt felt this was kind of unnecessary and weird like not really set up but i don't know more catharsis gets to happen here yeah because of this um she finds the knife and the little balls the scientists were using yes. out at the stream. I like that too. Yeah. This is like, again, a big like mana from heaven moment where like the exact thing that she needs appears right in front of her. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and it's cool that this like mysterious um, devil's kettle hole just like washes up to the side of a random road. Yeah, and exactly. scientists couldn't figure that out. No, they just had no idea. Yeah. Perfect because of course it would be yeah like it wouldn't go nowhere it's crazy um uh yeah so she like hitches a ride with like a friendly band and then <laughs> goes to like track down this horrible the rock band and we're getting like the credits and like the opening credits and the um uh great gig playing and there's a mon a really cool montage of the the rock band enjoying their fame and the high life yeah. and doing drugs and stuff and then immediately after that it's the same kind of shot and music of like the murder scene yeah playing out of the them all photos dead and horrific. yeah them all dead in horrific ways and it's, it's shot the exact same which i love yeah i think that's really really clever 
um yeah so they get their just desserts effectively um and then the movie ends with like some security cam footage so that we can see that it was needy doing the murder in case you didn't yeah i thought that was a little like guys we knew don't worry yeah yeah and then credits yeah cool that's the film that's the film yeah what did you think how did it sink i was trying to try to beat you to saying that this time what did we think and how did we sink how did it sink did you did you want to steal it it's my catchphrase dude i'm sorry this was all a power play i mean i'm i'm the needy of this the two of us that's right i'm the jennifer no no (laughs) oh no i don't want that to be our relationship gareth at all oh that's not i don't think it's us we're not a complicated friendship (laughs) we're just two dudes who like podcasting yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's damn right yeah i think our relationship with pink floyd is complicated now extremely <laughs> much more complicated <laughs> um but as for what i thought and how it sought what i think how it yeah. sank um yeah. i reckon we would have had some 10 out of 10 syncs if pink floyd had re um re-recorded all their vocals to be in that beautiful 90s and 2000s oh, emo yes. voice would have been ideal yeah, yeah. if we'd be getting some like Wasting away the moments that break up the dull day. <laughs> Incredible. Money, it's a gas. <laughs> I could keep going. Yeah. Breathing the ear. The year. Um, I'm just going to let this ride. <laughs> and if your head explodes, I'll see you on the dark side of the moon. This is all great Perfect. for me. I'm having a treat. Yeah yeah i hope the listeners are loving it <laughs> probably not i could feel hear oh, my jaw well. click as i sung because i'm not a singer oh, at well. all so i'm hoping okay. that doesn't end up on mic well look for did you hear the jaw click that's their like secret word this episode <laughs> yeah yeah um so with that i don't know i'm thinking like we've got a we've got a five on our hands i kind of want to go lower i did like there weren't that many sinks like other than the like brain damage one yeah um which was really good there were a couple but i don't know i don't think this is a strong showing i want to go like four ish okay. if that's okay yeah yeah let's go four ish and we put the ish okay. in the graph as well the ish is on there a four ish four ish sweet yeah lock it in that's scientific as fuck <laughs> uh that graph facebook page that i've secretly joined us in is going to be so mad yeah that'll be right all don't right. worry shout Speak- out to the graphers yeah um speaking of things that'll be all right what is yeah. next week's film james oh well i've got to actually think about it mate i usually sometimes i let the the fates decide as it were and don't think about what i'm gonna choose until i start speaking at the end of the show i've noticed like right now i'm picking up yeah vibe yeah so whatever strikes me in the next couple of seconds is going to be the movie that we're going to watch oh my gosh i should start and that movie is going to be Uh... jumanji (laughs) whoa okay yeah yeah how do you feel about that i feel good but a van pelt this, i just pulled that out of nowhere out of thin air so maybe it's the divine speaking to me yeah and we'll get a quality sync but until then i guess we'll be lost in that jungle yeah mm. uh, um well yeah until we get lost in that jungle um i've been gareth blackler I've been James Barron. This has been uh, Sink Floyd, 
the trick trick us out. I will keep wanting to say trick us out hey, trick on us Twitter out. and all those good things. Tell your friends. Yep. Give us five stars on iTunes. And until then, we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. Yo ho hey yeah. Oh, I just want to peel out on my guitar now. Yeah. <laughs>